Pinkness! 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 some chicken parmesan and putting out affirmations that a baddie was going to send me some nudes as friends just as friends and then my mind start wondering I, I had that bad my mind is always wondering all over the place and I just randomly thought Optimus Prime from Transformers is a fucking menace he's, he's a fucking menace like this man is known for catching bodies, and nobody mentions this at all. Like this, this man has the voice of James Earl Jones, and he will rip your spine out your back. Like It's the most remarkable shit that be flying under the radar that I've ever seen. And he's going to give you a speech of justice when he's doing it. Like, is that not crazy to anybody? Like, like he... I'm surprised they you ever see them uh those YouTube videos where uh they be doing them documentaries on like street dudes in Chicago? Like Optimus Prime need to have his own Chirac documentary. Except his bodies we know we saw him catch these bodies on screen. Like I was literally mortified watching the Transformers series. I had to go back and watch it because I wanted to see the new one. And I'm like, yo, this dude is just catching bodies. Like, you can imagine how many bodies he caught during, like, the Cybertron War or something, bro. Like, straight up. Like, this man said, give me your face and proceeded to rip off, off a Decepticon's face, fam. Like, he said, give me your face. My G. Like, <laughs> yo, you know how... Unhinged you gotta be to say Give me your face And proceed to take A man's face off dog At that point I'm like yo I don't need a bodyguard No more fam Like no we're, we're, <laughs> I'm good No we good Don't. I'm not your enemy I just don't Need a hero anymore fam I, I don't need a hero no more <laughs> Optimus Prime man His new name is Decapitator of the Decepticons Fam Like that's all he does Dog the, Optimus Prime ain't Thor dog he ain't he, he aiming for your head and he won't miss. Like he gonna put you in the backwood, nice and snug, <laughs> straight up. It's it's crazy because Megatron's supposed to be like Optimus, and Megatron is tame. He the good guy, it seemed like. <laughs> Megatron's supposed to have the bloodthirst of Optimus, but he don't. Megatron ain't in there catching bodies, man. <laughs> Got to look at it. Go back and watch the movies. He wasn't catching no bodies for real. Shoot, that's like. 
let me put this in anime terms. That's like Optimus Prime is acting like if Goku was just ripping off dudes' limbs in Dragon Ball Z and Vegeta's not and Frieza's not. They may catch one or two bodies, but Goku's catching all the bodies. Like, that's what it's like watching Optimus Prime and Transformers, man. A true hero. A true hero. Ah, man. But anyway, you too late. It's the Peakness Podcast. Q, sound off the chant of champions. Peakness! Peakness! Oh, man, it feels good to be us right about now. Peakness! It feels really good. We really here. We are basking in our nerd glory. That's what we doing. All right, on the boards, we got my man Q Cold-Blooded, a.k.a. the Silver Surfer. And then you got me, Benny D. Greenheart, a.k.a. the Handsome Hashira, a.k.a. the Handsome Hokage, a.k.a. it's me. It's me. (laughs) Oh, man, it's, it's the Peakness Podcast, man. So... We on episode one, and I'm pretty sure you want to know some things about me. So I'm going to go down the things you need to know, I guess, the important things that you would typically want to know about a guy. Um, first of all, I'm an author, singer, doctor, attorney at law, a former backup dancer of Danny, Danny D. Kane, a man of the mountains. I was trained by Frank Dukes. From Bloodsport, the movie. I'm just, I'm just a man of the forest. As you can see, I'm surrounded by Pokemon. This isn't coincidence. This is my life. Like, this is what I do. I'm, I'm a man of Pewter City. <laughs> Professor Oak is my great grandfather. Like, these are things. It's in my DNA. It's in my lineage. This is what I do. I'm a simple guy. I smell like a Cinnabon. I like watching anime. I like wearing charcoal masks for my skin. Uh, I like cooking. Giving women or women giving women <laughs> booty rubs with consent. Women, plural. I'm not a I'm not a hoe though. Let's 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 get, let's get that clear. It's booty rubs and go. That's all I do. I'm just a regular guy. All right. So since we're finally here on the Peakness podcast, let me just lay down some rules. I don't really like rules. I like breaking them, but I just want to set the tone for this podcast and for future episodes so you know how I'm coming, you know, so we all on the same page. It's very important that we are all on the same page. All right, rule number one, don't call me no fucking blurred, ever. Don't ever in your life call me a blurred. Blurreds wear Chelsea boots and V-necks. Do I look like a guy who wears Chelsea boots and V-necks? No, we're not doing that. That, That's the blurred's job. I'm not a blurred. Don't call me that corny shit. That is the corniest term ever, man. Ever. No disrespect to the people who uh, use the word blurred or like they'll have it in their name or they'll have it in like their podcast name or YouTube name. No disrespect to people who use the term blurred. But I just assume if you use the term blurred, you be crumping in the rain like on some stump the yard shit, you know, or some you got served shit, just dancing and all that other goofy shit. I don't know. If you call me a blurred, you are giving me permission to physically assault you. Like, it's like straight up. Like, I'd rather research who invented murder than research who came up with the word blurred. I, I guarantee you the person who came up with the term blurred is at a brunch right now. 
They are at a brunch, swag surfing next to some French toast and some Chelsea boots. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, dog. Rule number two, just ha- we're, we're here to have fun. I'm, I'm a fun guy. I like having fun. Um, it's important that you have fun because a lot of people I see do any type of content. They put a lot of pressure on themselves. They, they just take the fun out of it and try to make it just pure business and make it about pure numbers. And I'm not about that, man. I'm doing this shit because it's fun to me. The numbers and all that stuff, if it comes, it comes. Like, I don't get, I don't care about that shit. Like, I just like doing it. Like, this is what we do, period. I like to have fun. You're going to have fun. In the words of the great Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez from the greatest sports film movie, or I said film movie, the greatest sports film ever, The Sandlot, Smalls, you would have had fun. Damn, that's not what he said. (laughs) No. Rewind that. Actually, this is what he said. If you were having fun, you would have caught that ball. And that's true. If, if you don't care about being embarrassed, I just messed up right then and there. You think I care? No. We're not editing that out. That goes in. Period. Because I'm having fun. And that's the most important part, man. We're going to have fun and we're going to have a good time. This is the Peakness Podcast. Q, sound off the chant one more time just to let them know. Peak. That this is the Peakness Podcast, please. We are basking in our nerd glory. It's time to start the fun. That's the name of this episode. Start the fun. That's what I want y'all to do. Start the fun. Whatever y'all doing in life, whether it's in corporate America, if you a gardener, a construction worker, whatever you do, content creator, anything, you an artist, start the fun. That's what I, that's, please do me that favor. For, For me, Uncle Benny. A.K.A. the OG Black Master Roshi, except I'm not a creep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm 100. I'm a gangster. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing that. But, yeah, start the fun. That's where we at with it. I want to go over a, a tweet, a funny tweet that I came across, and I want to make sure I got this person's name right. So it's a tweet from Crystal Chanel. So it's at K-R-Y-S-T-A-L. S-H-A-N-E-L-L-E. I don't know if it's cool to follow her or not. You know, I, if she's like me, like, I'd be like, don't follow me, fam. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But um, she had tweeted something super funny, and I kept laughing every time I read it. And, it's, and the tweet was, growing up is realizing your childhood anime isn't as good as you thought it was. And I started laughing, and... I agree with this, but I disagree with it. I think, I think I probably, if I had to say which side, which side I would lean to more, is more so the disagreeing side. Because, well, I guess it would depend on what anime you were watching as a kid. So, like, I was watching nothing but peakly shit. I was watching nothing but just classics, like, that they, that the new anime are copying today and trying to emulate. So for me, that's why I, I I slightly disagree. But if you was watching trash, you know what I'm saying, back then and now you watching things like, um, what's new, Mob Psycho 100, Made in the Abyss, you know, like just classics, then, yeah, I can see how someone agrees with it. See, I, I was watching like DBZ, um, Pokemon, Gundam Wing, Tenchi Muyo, um, 
Outlaw Star, Cowboy Bebop, um, Yu Yu Hakusho, Sailor Moon, uh, Neon Genesis, Ghost in the Shell, Street Fighter 2, the movie, Akira. Like, like, dog, like, all of those are good anime except Gundam Wing. That, that's the one, that's the one I can relate to this tweet with because Gundam Wing is straight up trash. Like, it's in my top five personally for anime, like my personal favorites, because Gundam Wing was the first anime that I that I finished. I consider that like my first big boy anime that that I actually finished from start from start to the end. And as a kid, I thought it was the greatest thing ever because it was kind of like Transformers. Like it was just Gundam. But then I, I watched this as an adult. I own it on DVD and Blu-ray. And when I say this this anime is dumpster juice, it's really dumpster juice. Like it's <laughs> all right, maybe I'm being too harsh. I'm gonna give it just slightly, slightly above trash. Like it's it's just are right, you got A, B, C, D, then F, right? It's at that D minus. It's right there. But depending on what day you catch me, if I'm in a bad mood, it's trash. Like, it's straight up trash. Like, I I went back and rewatched it, I want to say, probably like seven or eight months ago. The story itself is a good plot. But the characters, the pacing is just abysmal. Like, it's a straight up snooze fest. Like, first and foremost, Duo Maxwell should have been the main character. Let's start there. Duo Maxwell was the best thing about Gundam Wing. Like, flat out. Zex was dope. Trace Cucinata was all right. He was cool. But that's that's all I can really think about of good things about Gundam Wing. Everything else was just complete dog shit. Relina Peacecraft is fucking trash. Like, just terrible. That, that was, oh my God. Terrible. Q, I'm going to have you hit him with a boring uh, the boring. boring. Matter of fact, hit Relina Peacecraft with two borings. Like, <laughs> she, she is terrible, dog. Like, oh my god. Like, let me let me tell you how terrible this character is. Okay, Hero Yui, another boring character. One more boring. Eh, make that three. Boring. You get a boring too, fam. <laughs> you get a boring too. Okay, Hero points a blicky at Relina. Duo intervenes and claps Hero in the shoulder. Relina gets mad at Duo, saying, what are you doing? Like, fam, this man just pointed a gun in your face. And you mad at me for saving your life? Like, it, it, oh my God. And if every episode is like her just standing on a cliff with her goofy-ass hair blowing in the wind, saying, hero, hero. Like, oh, my God, this is trash. Don't get me started on Wu Fei. First of all, his Gundam is a carbon copy of G Gundam, which I believe G Gundam came out a year before Gundam Wing. G Gundam is actually better than Gundam Wing, so go watch that instead for all the young people out there who've never seen Gundam Wing. Watch Gundam Wing to get your own opinion, because if you like it, great. If you don't, cool. Come hang with me. I'll buy you a beer. But, like, G Gundam fight way better. Way better than Gundam Wing. But Wu Fei's Gundam is is a carbon copy of the Gundam and G Gundam. He's... He doesn't really have any, like... 
character development. He's just there. Same with Troa. Troa's just like Hero. He's just boring. But I'm not going to give him a boring tag. He, I'm going to spare him because Heavy Arms was dope. His Gundam was hard. Like, I like Troa's Gundam. Heavy Arms was that. Was that. I like that. Then Catra, who? 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 Catra Barber winner. Don't know. Don't care. He, yeah. So, Gundam Wing is trash. But like, Yu Yu Hakusho, peak. Cowboy Bebop, peak. Um, Pokemon, peak. DBZ, peak. Like, so, I can't, I can't think of any anime today that are like, better than those. I'll just use Yu Yu Hakusho as an example. Like, without Yu Yu Hakusho, you don't really get Bleach. You don't really get JJK. You don't really get Hunter Hunter for real. Like, so you can't re- <laughs> So that's why, like, just off Yu Yu Hakusho alone, that's why I disagree with that tweet. But I agree with it to some. I agree with it when it comes to Gundam Wing for me. But, and Neon Genesis too. Throw Neon, Neon Genesis ain't trash, but it's overrated. Like, I watch Neon Genesis, it's cool. But it, it's, it's, it's very overrated. Like, the show. The movies are fire. The Neon Genesis movies are fire. And they actually give you a better overall telling of the story and go more in depth. But the, the original anime series is terrible. And people think it's great because of symbolism. Just because something... Just because somebody uses religious symbolism in something doesn't mean it's good. You still have to execute the story. You still have got to have great characters. Oh, but Benny, it's about mental health and different types of... Okay, great. Like, great. So, let, let's let's put it in this perspective. If... Who's a trash rapper? Who A rapper that people... Let's say Silk the Shocker. If Silk the Shocker has... Mental health and raps about mental health. Are you? Does that automatically make Silk the Shocker the goat? Does that make? Does that make him? Does that make him a great rapper? No. So that applies to Neon Genesis. Like I'm tired of that. I like Neon Genesis for everything except like the actual story. So I like the way like the design of the characters and the angels and stuff like that. And like they, it looked like the background was like hand drawn in a uh, Neon Genesis, and I like that too. But that's it. Everything else, dog, I'm good on. Straight up. Like, and now, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. My feet hurt. <laughs> so I'm gonna take my shoes off on this podcast. Man, these Jordan 4s is crazy, fam. You know, I gotta let, I gotta let the dogs out. And don't worry, my feet don't stink. My feet smell like mahogany. Don't play with me, man. Like, this is Benny. Big Boss Benny. Triple B. I always come correct. But anyway, like... With this, with this tweet, I started to think about something. Some of the shows that I named that I watched as a kid are iconic. So, for example, Sailor Moon's iconic. Um, Dragon Ball Z's iconic. Um, I don't think Yu Yu Hakusho is, so I won't say Yu Yu Hakusho's iconic. Um, I think Neon Genesis is more iconic, maybe. But we... With the state of anime today, we're not going to get, we're not going to have too many iconic anime anymore. The days of like One Piece and having like a thousand chapters or something or a thousand episodes or something, that's not happening no more. 
Like, you got you got other shows that have like a thousand episodes. Like Case Closed is a, a good example. That has a thousand chapters and th- um a thousand episodes, excuse me. And but Case Closed isn't iconic. It's iconic in the in the realm of anime culture. But when I say iconic, I'm talking about the 60-year-old woman, the 70-year-old woman who know who Goku is or know who Pikachu is or know who Luffy is or Naruto. Like, that's those are iconic, like, characters from iconic series. Same with Sailor Moon. Um, and I think it's because now a new anime is coming out 0.2 seconds. <laughs> like, every 0.2 seconds is a new anime out that you got to watch. And... And they, they're getting shorter and shorter. Now, I don't have a problem with short short anime series. For real, to be honest, like, I I kind of rather them be short. Like, for example, Demon Slayer is really short. So um, that should be ending pretty soon. Um, not the manga. The manga's already finished, but I'm talking about, like, the anime. Then you got, like, JJK. I forgot they had, like, 240-something chapters right now. Maybe 230-something, I think. That's... I don't see that series going past 300, 325 chapters, if that. Um, Hell's Paradise is short, and I love Hell's Paradise. Um, but will those series be iconic? Hell's Paradise? No, probably not. Demon Slayer has a chance to be, um, just based off its sheer popularity, because it, it's just monstrous, like, all over the globe. I, I remember a lady... Like came into my job talking about Demon Slayer. She knew the characters and everything just because her kids watched it. And I'm like, dang, she's like, that's the only cart. She called it cartoons. She said those are the only cartoon characters I know that they they be watching all the time. She knew all their names. I'm like, yeah, Demon Slayer probably gonna be one of those iconic ones. But but back then, the reason why like One Piece is iconic and Naruto is iconic is is cable. Back then, we didn't really have a choice. We didn't have no like no streaming. Like, maybe we had YouTube, you know, hop on YouTube, see some bootleg episodes. But mainly it was cable. Like, we would watch Toonami. Those stuff would come on Toonami, and it always stayed on. And our parents would see what we was watching as well. So they got to know the characters, too. And then it just became a thing. Like, that was the only anime that they were showing continuously five, sometimes six days a week. And you're just seeing that continuous blocks. And they they'll switch around the little blocks a little bit, maybe show something before something, and maybe add another uh, anime into it. But yeah, like that was the reason why shows became iconic. And again, like they was lengthy. One Piece is a thousand chapters. I think Naruto was like at five hundred something, maybe six hundred. I don't know. My memory my memory kind of fuzzy on that one. Um, what else was like super long? Um. Pokemon, how many episodes Pokemon had? Hellas, like hella episodes, man. Like, and that's why they iconic, like straight up. But the the days of the five hundred episode, a thousand episode anime is over. These manga are getting shorter and shorter, like Chris Brown's role in Stump the Yard. Like that is it, like straight up, straight up. Speaking of tweets, somebody had asked me. Um, recently, like, hey, Benny, man, like, do you really hate the anime fandom? And do you really hate the anime community? And I started laughing, but wasn't nothing funny because it was true. 
<laughs> it's just like, it was just like, it was one of those things that I'm like, I'm laughing because it's funny. It's one of those mad laughters. You know, when you, like, I am laughing from preventing me from getting on your ass. Like, that type of laugh, you know what I'm saying? First of all, it's not a community to me. I, I don't care if anybody else call it an anime community, but, but for me, and like, Q, Q can attest to this, like, we, we, we've done community work in our city in St. Louis. We've, whether it's through music or like showing up to schools to talk to kids, like we try to uplift our community in a positive way. Like that's what community means to me. When people come together to help each other grow and help each other be positive and find solutions for problems and things of that nature. Anime fandom is not that, fam. That is, that is a cesspool. That's what it is. It's full of shit. Like, it is terrible, fam. Like, again, I don't like the majority of the people. They are bozos to me. Weirdos. Straight up weirdos, fam. Like, it's, I have seen, you, all right, there's three fandoms that, that just are just the lowest of the low. You got certain music standoms, so I'm not going to say these artists' names, but you know the artists with the, with the fans have the terrible just stands like they're awful then you got comic book fandom terrible that's the most racist <laughs> that's the most racist fandom out there then you got the video game fandom those dudes got dorito dust on their fingers their opinions mean nothing to me and then you have the anime fandom which is just terrible people now it's just it's just too many bozos in anime fandom it's attention seeking weirdos here's the thing dog we are on all these platforms of social media where things get out of hand over fictional characters and animation. You see how preposterous that sounds? Like we are literally arguing and getting personal off of debating about fictional stories that are animated. They ain't real. Like they are not real. And see, here's the thing. We can disagree all day about an anime or 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 anything. Like, I think it's great that we disagree because if we disagree and we keeping it respectful, I'm a, I'm a come I'm gonna come out of it with a different perspective and you gonna come out of it with a different perspective as well. So it it it's it's a learning experience, you know? And then we we'll we'll form a bond off that. But what I don't mess with is when someone disagrees with somebody and nobody said anything offensive or messed up or or take or took it personally and that person tries to embarrass that person on the internet for for clout for clicks and views like it's corny like any once it gets to that that's that gets to the point of like y'all I don't, I don't mess with you i don't rock with you you a lame you're goofy go to the right to the left anywhere about face me bro like <laughs> get up out of here like it's just a bunch of bitch bunch of bitches and I, i'm using the term bitches gender neutral like <laughs> so he they she whatever you identify as it's like if you a bitch you a bitch to me if you a goofy you a goofy to me and that's why i'm mad with it and that's that's what the fandom is full of like and and it's the part that people keep i don't want to say i don't want to say keep it's the part that that people don't see is that nerd culture is a mask for a lot of people. 
it's a mask. A lot of a lot of terrible people hide behind nerd culture, and it's messed up because nerd culture, even though the anime fandom is like trash, it still has like a sense of innocence to it. So since it has that sense of innocence to it, it's easy for for weirdos and bozos and trash people to infiltrate it and and hide their true intentions of like of who they are. You know what I'm saying? It, it's so many people that have gone through like traumatic experiences and like just terrible situations in this fandom because it's goofies that hide behind nerd culture just because you bought a shirt from Hot Topic or you're wearing that goofy ass uh Atachi robe. You know what I'm saying? They all they all look the same, all act the same, a bunch of weirdos. And like they they prey on people. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> like that that's the thing that nobody bring up. It it be it be these these male or female don't matter. They be preying on people and stuff like that. It just be a bunch of just goofy shit. And I think once once the cool kid table mentality came to it, that's when it really took a turn for the worse. Like the fandom. That's when that's when things got really, really messed up. I'm about to say something that that a lot of people gonna disagree with. You might be mad at me about it. If I mess with you, just get at me. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it. All right, you know how every month that argument in the anime fandom always comes up, that debate of, oh man, I was bullied in high school for like an anime. And now everybody likes it. Now it's trendy. You know, the weirdos that be saying that every week, every month, always complaining about that. I agree with, let's say out of 100%, I agree with about 2% of their argument. And it's really the gatekeeping part that I agree with. Like, now that's the part where you're like, oh, Benny, you tripping, you tripping. Like, you ain't supposed to gatekeep nothing. Like, hear me out. Hear me out. Here's 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 what I agree with and why I agree with it. All right, so yes, people did get bullied and made fun of for like an anime. That's the thing. Like that really happened. I was there. I got made fun of. I got made fun of. Had to take a swig, you feel me? I got made fun of for like an anime, but not in a a traumatic way. Like like you know, like I be Girls will say, oh, he watched Pokemon. Or, you know, like, because when you a teenager or a kid, or even when you, like, in elementary school, you think you grown. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're away from your parents for, like, eight or nine hours of the day. So I'm in elementary school cussing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> doing, doing extra, just being extra, you feel me? And But I got made fun of for, like, an anime. But, but for me, the difference was I wasn't, like, a square. I wasn't, like... Like, you know, like a a nerd nerd. Like, I I played sports, so I was an athlete. I was in band. Um, I hung with, like, the popular kids. I hung. I got got girls. I hung out with nerds. I hung, I hung out with everybody. Like, I was embraced by everybody. So that's why, like, that stuff, people made fun of me. It was light. It, it wasn't nothing, like, crazy. They didn't put their hands on me. They knew better than that. So, like, I never got bullied 
or anything. They just throw a little light jab, like, oh, that dude be watching them cartoons, da, 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 da. and that's it. And I'll laugh it off because they were still cool with me. Like, I, that, I got invited to, like, parties and everything. Like, I was... I wasn't a popular kid because I, I just I was just one of those kids that was laid back, chill, and I minded my business. And then, like I said, I was respected on the block I'm from. Like that, that was what it was. No more. I didn't get bullied because I put hands on people. So like that, that's why. Like I, I defend myself. So that's why I didn't get bullied. But the people, the other people who always bring this debate up. They really got made fun of. Whether it's because they, you know, they running like Naruto down the hallway. Or, you know, they screaming like Goku or, or anything. They got made fun of for doing that, you know. And, and again, that's weird. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to look at you crazy too. Like, hey, bro, you do it too much. But but that's them. I'm not going to be like, oh, man, just start joning on them or flaming them up because they like anime. That ain't my, that ain't my lane. That ain't what I do. But here's the thing. The popular kids made fun of those kids, and they outcasted them. And anime was all they had to turn to. So anime was a safe space for them. So all those kids that get that got outcasted hung out with each other. Because, again, those, those kids wasn't getting invited to parties like I was. Those kids wasn't able to sit at certain lunch tables with us. Like, not with me, but with them. And then they, they weren't like they, you know, they was treated as outcasts. And they... They basically built like this a community, a real that's a community. They built a community amongst themselves as outcasts, like, hey, you like anime, I like anime too. Let's let's uh let's hang together. Like since they don't wanna hang with us, they don't wanna invite us to nothing, we got our own thing over here, which is great. That's the route you should go. You know what I'm saying? And anime was like kinda like frowned upon. It wasn't as big yet. Cause I'm speaking on like when I was growing up. And here's where it kinda gets tricky let's say one of those popular kids all right better yet i'm gonna give you a scenario let's just name this guy don donald but we'll call him don don is a popular dude he gets girls he's an athlete you know everybody knows him in school and he bullies these outcasted kids these, these kids who like anime and other nerd things. He bullies them, makes fun of them, puts hands on them, the whole nine. One day, Don goes home. And while he's at home, he's watching TV. And on his TV, Naruto comes on. But only this time, Don doesn't turn the channel. He actually sits and watches Naruto. And by the end of the Naruto episode, he... Loves it. He's infatuated with it. Like, whoa, like, this is great. Like, anime is dope. I, I got to see more of this. So he goes on YouTube and he starts searching for more Naruto episodes and any type of Naruto content that he can find. And what's going to happen is Don is going to tell his friends what he just watched. Because word of mouth is the, the best currency out there. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to tell his friends, hey, I just watched this. This show called Naruto is crazy. They doing all this type of ninja shit. You know, they throwing hands. It's lit. So, of course, they respect Don because of his popularity and his stature in, in his, like, neighborhood or school or wherever he's from. And they going to start watching Naruto. That's great. The fact that Don is now officially an anime fan, that's great. 
But here's the flip side. But here's the thing, though. Do you think Don is going to go hang with those kids that he outcasted and those kids that he made fun of and those kids that he bullied? No. <laughs> He's not hanging with them still. He still think they dweebs. He still think they dorks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, he's all, it's, it's great that Don is an anime fan now, but what's going to happen is he's going to bring his trash behavior and asshole personality into that fandom now. So he's not, he's not going to go back and apologize to those kids that he made fun of. He not, you know what I'm saying? He going to still keep making fun of them. Like, hey, like, but I'm watching the shit that y'all love now. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to rub it in their face. That's why these kids and these other dudes, or I don't want to call them kids because there's a lot of grown men complaining about this. That's why these grown men are so upset. I guarantee you like 90% of them went through that same scenario where it's just like they they find out that the person that was making fun of them like anime, like anime now, and they be like, oh, shoot, you like anime now? Cool. Hey, what you think about this show or that show? The, the person that made fun like, man... I'm still not kicking it with you. I'm still not cool with you, bro. Like, don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be on that type of time still. So that's why, like, the 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 place, the, the community that those outcasted kids built was a safe space for them, and they feel like that safe space was infiltrated. So that's why they be so offended today. Like, that's why they so upset. Now, of course, me... My personality, I'm like, yo, get over it. You grown. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if it was super traumatic, please seek help. Like, I don't play around with that. Like, go seek professional help. You know what I'm saying? Because no one should be getting hands put on them for anime, for liking anime or for watching anime or even made fun of. Like, you shouldn't even be... Because, again, a lot, I seen it with my own two eyes in my, my childhood. I seen kids that didn't bother nobody. They was just into the, what they was into, you know, some of them, like, painted their fingernails. Some of them, I guess, were emo, but they love anime, too. And those kids got made fun of, and people wouldn't leave them alone, and they just kept bothering them, and that, and that's messed up. But on the flip side, like, if you're an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to say get over it because that's very uh, dismissive, especially if you went through some type of pain or some type of trauma. So I don't want to say that, but I just want to say, like, hey, man, what are, what are the solutions you think for you to 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 heal from it, to get better. I'm all about solutions. I don't like to talk negative. I like to talk solutions. You know what I'm saying? I may complain about some stuff, but I already have a solution in place for for how I can move forward. Like I always move like that. That's how my parents like raised me. It's like, hey, like you gonna complain? You got a you got a couple solutions on the back burner we can try. You know what I'm saying? And go from there. But here here's what you need to do to anybody. You need to go find about 5, 10, maybe 15 people who are good people. You know, you did your due diligence on them. They ain't weirdos. They're not bozos. They're not out here for attention and clout and clicks. And just form a little community with them. Something like, you know, that that is that is the best way to enjoy the anime fandom. Like, just form a little group of friends. Now, I know a lot of people will say, like, well, that's being very clickish and clicky. Yeah, it is, but it's healthy. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be healthy for your mental. And, you know, I think that's the, the best way you should go about it. It's just find 5, 10, 15 people and, and just enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the, 
the the art and the content that the anime fandom provides. Because again, like that cool kid table mentality, that that's lame. Like where and and what I mean by this, the cool kid table mentality is is let's say there's some type of forums or 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 you know discussion about anime and people people only want to hear anime opinions and input from people who got a lot of followers or people who who popular like that's that cool kid to, I know I know if I ask a question about a series I want to hear from everybody I don't care how many followers you got you can have two followers I don't care if you have a good take on Mob Psycho 100 I want to hear it if you have a good take on Kill the Kill I want to hear that like I don't care if you got two followers, 2,000 followers. That don't matter to me. You, If you cool and you a good person, I'm going to rock with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not trying to, to be popular and none of that. Been there, done that. Next topic. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I feel about it, man. Like, I can understand, like, why they are upset and keep bringing that. But... That gatekeeping side of it, like, yo, if the, <laughs> if I would gatekeep anybody out of it, is the people, like, the dude I explained in the scenario, Don. Like, I would gatekeep the hell out of anime to prevent people like that from getting into it because that's what messed it up. And not only that, the anime fandom changed when, when, when people were more concerned with building a platform that's when it got weird and that's when it 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 changed where it's like yo i gotta build a platform i gotta get a i gotta get a twitch i gotta get a youtube i gotta get a tiktok i gotta get a twitter and i gotta build it up build it up i gotta get followers and views and clicks and everything i gotta build it up and they not having fun like it, it they they put the platform first before the actual content and the actual things that they enjoy like, if you just focus on just loving anime and having fun with it, all that stuff going to build itself. You know what I'm saying? Because it's gonna, you ain't going to even notice yourself building it. It's going to happen organically because you're just having fun and you're enjoying it. That's, what, that's how the fandom used to be. Now, it seems like everybody got an, in, like, they need an incentive or there has to be, there's some ulterior motive of people, like, trying to, like, like things. Like, like for example, like, uh, this is a girl. This is a girl I uh, I follow named Courtney. She on Twitch, and she has a a show on Twitch. I think it's called Salacious Saturdays, and I love it because I feel it's authentic. It, I feel that she's having fun. It, it's not about her followers. It's not about the the clout. She's this is this is something that she would do without Twitch. I can picture her doing this without Twitch. That's what makes me enjoy it now my adhd won't allow me to like sit and watch twitch too long <laughs> but i from the clips i've seen and the times i've i've gone into her twitch and watch her read some of these fix i'm like yo this is this is some of the dopest shit i've ever seen like because it's authentic it's genuine it feels organic it doesn't feel like forced it doesn't feel transactional it doesn't feel like business it's like you could, you, it's just radiating off her content, and that's why I mess with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's that's what's missing from f the fandom. It's just authentic thing. Just liking it, 
just enjoying what you want to enjoy out of it. Not because the the rest of the fandom loves it and you got to come. No, talk about what you want to talk about. Yeah, nobody want to talk about Outlaw Star, but what if you do? That's all that matters. If you want to talk about it, talk about it. Yeah, there's not a big community for like Mob Psycho 100. Like people would rather, again, for me as somebody on TikTok with a lot of followers, people love that I talk about One Piece. But when I talk about Mob Psycho 100, I don't get the same engagement. But I don't care. I'm going to talk about it because I love Mob Psycho 100. Now, One Piece is my second favorite anime of all time. So I'm going to talk about that regardless. It just happens to be one of the most popular anime out there. But, again, if I want to talk about Made in the Abyss, I will. If I want to talk about a Gundam series, Witch from Mercury, I will. Like, that's what I'm going to do because it's fun. But, yeah, like, it's... It's once once platforms got involved, that's that's when everything shifted. And it, it, it was a trade-off. Now again, I'm not against business. I want people to get their coin. I want all good people to, to get money off this and do their thing. Cause business helped the anime fandom grow. It's, we wouldn't get a lot more anime than we are now if it wasn't for good business. Like the money keeps the fandom going. So we can get more cool stories, more cool events. Stuff like that. So I'm not against business, but I just wanna I just want people to know that there was a trade-off. And it I just remember being a kid and just talking about the anime. Like I wasn't I wasn't tripping off of like how many followers, who was watching it, or who who cared about what I said. I'm like, nah, we about to talk about Dragon Ball Z, fam, because we love Dragon Ball Z. Like that's it. It was no incentive involved. But that that's really it with that. Like, if you... I, I, I once said that I wanted to meet a lot of people in the anime fandom. When I was starting, like, my, you know, my Twitter, my Instagram, you know, all social media, I was like, yo, I want to meet a lot of more, more anime fans and people who are into nerd things like me. Bitch, I lied. <laughs> Let's go to commercial, man. You too late. You now listening to the Peakness Podcast with Benny and Q. Here's a word from our sponsors whenever we get some. And now, it's time for the Anime Hoji Corner with Benny D. Greenheart. Get some ramen, get some soju, and let Benny put poetry in you. You too late. Snaps. I call this one One Piece Yo shorty love me Cause Benny not a goofy She wants me to make her coochie stretch Like Monkey D. Luffy I get lost like Zorro in them titties But I keep it playing Every time I try to leave I find my way back to her Like Nami the Navigator I shoot my shot like Usopp And I always hit the mark I call her Robin, cause she keeps stealing my heart. Anybody play with my shorty? I let the chopper sing. We can take it to the streets. All I want is just a crumb of that coochie. Just one piece. Love, Benny. This has been another visit to the anime poetry corner. Thank you for those words, Benny. Snaps, ho. Snaps.
shades on because it's about to get real you know what i'm saying because you're about to feel the passion the pain i'm about to take y'all on a journey to the greatest anime ranking system ever you're about to witness peakness at its finest i'm feeling like a villain right now that's really why the shades is on so q i need you to give me some villainous music right now i'm coming out i'm the heel Heel time. They got my face on Titan Tron. This is the Peakness Power Rankings. The Peakness Power Rankings. We're smoking on that Shoto Todoroki pack. He's not dead. I wish he was. He's boring. That's what we do. We in our feeling arc right now. Peakness Power Rankings. The greatest anime ranking system in the game. You hear the pain in the music right now. You feel it. I feel like power bombing this me out through the table. It's crazy. I want to meet the person who invented the backwood. So we can put Shoto Todoroki in it. Okay, all right. That's a little too far. I'm sorry. I went a little too far. <laughs> I went too far. The Peakness Power Rankings. Let me take these shades off. The Peakness Power Rankings are simple. PPR. I take anime of the season and I rank them five to one. So right now we are in the summer season. I've watched a lot of summer anime so far. And we're going to rank them five to one. Excuse my passion and the pain and just... You know, the spirit that I have, you know, it, it gets really, it gets really uh crazy with the Peakness Power Rankings. But we here, we here. So let's start it off. Number five. Number five on the Peakness Power Rankings. I'm going to have to go JJK. Um, My only criticism of JJK so far, because it's two, they two episodes in, is that Eto's and uh, Gojo's backstory is only five episodes, and I wish it was longer. Like, I'll watch two seasons of their backstory if I had a choice. Like, <laughs> you can make it the two long seasons, and I'm with it. The production style that they going with in this season is just, is just amazing, especially when they use it for, like, comedic, like, elements and comedic moments, like the face Toji made at the um, boat race track. Or when they were pulling the vessel girl, <laughs> playing tug of war with her in front of the elevator, like that animation style and production style kind of fits humor and comedic moments. So I like that. And then another thing with JJK so far with these two episodes is the sound design. The sound design is crazy. Like, <laughs> like I remember like in the first episode, like they keyed in on like the creaks in the floor and like the glass. Like if you got a really good sound system or you got some really good headphones listen listen and watch uh those first two episodes of jjk with the headphones on like it's it's amazing because i got a nice sound system and i got some nice headphones uh sony mach 5s uh sony if you want to uh sponsor us uh 
Get at your boys. <laughs> very, very peakly headphones I own. Um, I, I watched it on my sound system. Uh, Bose sound system. It's golly. Bose, if you out there want to sponsor the boys, get at us. <laughs> it's your boy Benny. Big boss Benny. All right, but episode two, first half of, half of the episode starts off pretty slow. Then the midpoint is where it kind of picks up. Um, I like the aura of Toji. Like, Toji... Is Himley, but he don't have to announce it. Like his his aura when he walks into the room, he shakes the room. I like that. Like that's crazy. That part. It was a part in episode two where he bumped into this guy. He made the guy drop all of his ramen on the floor. It was completely Toji's fault. Toji walked completely through this man like he was a fly, a speck. Didn't matter in life. The dude didn't. Uh, Toji didn't apologize to the man. The man was visibly upset and rightfully so. You can't be wasting ramen. I, I've been pissed too. So the man was like, hey, man, like, what's up? Like, what you on, bro? What's to you? Toji kneeled down like a 1990s prison photo. You know, those photos that you catch your uncles in. You know, your auntie got it up in the living room. You know, those type of prison photos. He kneeled down and looked at that man. And that man's soul left his body. Just floated. The Toji was the first man to make a man die while breathing. Like, he was still breathing, bro. Like, that man was out of here. And Toji just went right back to the same seat he was sitting in and continued to watch the boat races. Like, that's crazy. I'm going to need a Peakness chant for my guy Toji, man. Like, I need a Peakness chant for Toji, man. My guy is intimidating people in a tight H&M shirt, bro. Like, that mug is super tight, bro. I'm pretty sure the women are okay with that. <laughs> but that man is in the H&M shirt. I can just hear the Lana Del Rey playing in the background <laughs> like a normal retail store. Oh, man. And then another thing. In this episode, Gorgeous Gojo is a whore. That, that man is a slut, and he's my idol. He had the girlies screaming for him like prime B2K, bro, at the Scream Tour. Like, they, he took his glasses off, and, they, and the teacher gave him her digits, fam. Like, uh, now, that might have been a little appropriate. I'm pretty sure that teacher is about 23, 24 years old, giving her number to a teen. But, hey, it's anime. It's fictional. All right, whatever. I'm going to leave that alone. But, yeah, I got JJK at number five. Number four, Undead Murder Farce. This is the sleeper anime of this season. Undead murder farce. It's basically about a guy who's half human, half demon. He basically uses his half demon side as like his little like circus act. And he's recruited to go on this journey to find an immortal woman's body. Dope camera angles. Crazy framing. The animation is on point. This is going, again, this is going to be the sleeper of the summer anime season. I guarantee you. Like, the chemistry between the main characters is the key. It's flirty. It's like this flirty sensei and student relationship with a hint of partnership. This show just isn't boring. And that's what I love about it. Like, it's so many elements to prevent it from being born. Episode two went by so fast. That's how you know it's fire. You ever watch like a a, a TV show or anime, whatever you watch, and it just go by super fast because it's that good? That's how the first two episodes of Undead Murder Farce was for me so far. Um, it's like a Sherlock Holmes 
but with a severed head, if that makes sense, and a goofy half-demon. So it's definitely a detective anime. Because in this in uh, episode two, the main characters have been hired to solve a case for this murdered vampire. And the detective part of the anime is great, but there's this element to it where monsters and, like, um, vampires um, and any type of... Uh, abnormal creature they're, they're not only a part of the this world that they built in this anime but they're not in hiding like they're integrated into the society in this anime the vampire in this episode episode two is basically talking like he black he going through prejudice and bigotry and like i'm like oh man he now knows how it feels to be black i'm sorry dracula i'm sorry but undead murder farce you gotta watch that. That's the sleeper. I got I got that one at number four. All right, at number three spot on the Peakness Power Rankings. PPR. Don't you forget it. Number three. I gotta go with Hulk. Now, a lot of people not watching this. Didn't even bring it up. Let me explain. This, this has been probably my it's my third favorite for sure so far two episodes out so far and it's basically about this he-man looking dude who is a human but he's residing in a demon world and he's running fades with demons like it's (laughs) it's crazy and he beating everybody ass in this demon tournament he says that he hates humans and if he wins this tournament he will basically become the demon king of this demon world because that's what's at stake at this tournament. And a demon girl who oversees the tournament does not want this because she hates humans. Humans are the biggest ops in this demon world in this anime. So she's trying to stop Helk, the He-Man looking dude, by any means necessary. And the old demon king was defeated by humans. And the human that defeated the demon king was Helk's brother um and that that part is where i raised my eyebrow a little bit i'm like okay this is interesting the the, this anime gives me the feeling that there's more to it than i think it is because on a surface level the animation isn't nothing impressive for real it's just very like very simple nothing really like stands out even like the fighting so far between helk and some of these demons in this tournament it's not bad, but it isn't. It's just, it's just okay, and um, but on the but underneath it, I think there's more to it. Like I think this is gonna be one of those anime where the story is gonna drive it because the story is just that good. It, it kind of reminds me of Ranking of Kings, where when I first started watching Ranking of Kings, I'm like, dog, this is just very simple. It's okay, but then once the story, like, kicked in and went into, like, high gear, I'm like, whoa, this is really, really good. Like, this is actually dope. Um, one of the um, one of the main characters, which is the uh, demon girl who's trying to prevent Hulk from, from uh, becoming Demon King, her and her sidekick are comedy gold. Like, the expressions that this little sidekick makes be having me in my crib crying laughing bro like he just be making the funniest faces when she be going off on him and just barking on him like crazy um the 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 whole aura of it so far in these first two episodes feels very dark again it feels like something is looming and um 
it, it appears to be super light and like really jovial, but it, it has, I don't know, I just have this feeling that this anime is going to take a hard left turn. And there's more than what meets the eye with this anime. There's a lot of mysteries and I can just feel it. And I can't wait for this anime to take a turn because I feel like an amazing story is on the horizon. And it, like it's just it's just about to be really dope. Again, the animation is kind of modern looking. It's nothing that made me go wild, but it ain't bad. So again, you you're gonna be able to get through it. Um, but I think this is gonna be an anime that's gonna be another sleeper that once the story gets going. It's going to be one of them ones that be like, all right, this might be, I don't want to say classic. I don't like throwing that word out, but it's going to be pretty dope. And I can't wait to see what happens with this story. So I got Helk at number three on the Peakness Power Rankings. All right, number two, I got to take a swig of water for this one because this one gets deep. Number two is getting really deep. Sensia <clears throat> H2O. H2O for champions. That's if y'all want to throw us a bag. <laughs> we could do it all day, baby. All right. Number two on the Peakness Power Rankings. I got to go with Dark Gathering. Dark Gathering. This is a creepy anime. The horror anime fans are eating this season, fam. Like, this is crazy. Like, this anime has great, like a, a, like a great OST and has an amazing, amazing voice work. Like the atmosphere and how it's set up in dark in dark gathering is just a one. It's just so eerie, and they in these first two episodes that I've seen, they have like perfected the the comedy to super serious moments at like a a flip of a switch. Like it just kind of just guides you into it. One moment you can be laughing. Then the next moment, you like, yo, turn all the lights on in the crib, bro. What was that? Like, it, it's just one of those ones. Like, this anime shows a lot of, like, disturbing images in only the first two episodes. Again, it's it's an anime that I only want to watch at night every time I get to sit down for a new episode. And that is my plan. I'm only watching Dark Gathering at night because it's, it's just one of those, those good horror anime that is just super creepy and super eerie. All three main characters in this anime are super odd and creepy in their own way, but they work well together in all scenarios. Like, whether it's comedy, drama, or action, the chemistry is, like, really there. Um, episode two was about um, the main character, Kitaro, um, and his cursed hand and the treatments he has to get on his cursed hands. Basically, a curse came when he was uh, about, like, two or three years ago, and his his right hand got affected by that curse. And he didn't leave his room for two years. He had to basically learn how to be social again. And now he has to go get treatments from his grandma where his grandma numbs his hand and trims down these nerves that grow out of his right hand. And they look like gross-looking bean sprouts. Like, <laughs> she has to cut them off with, I think she was using like a sword or knife, I can't remember, or scissors. I can't recall. I got to go back in because I didn't do a rewatch of it yet. I'm going to go rewatch it after the podcast. But she cuts him off while uh, she numbs his hand. And um, in this episode, he gets targeted by these possessed, like, porcelain dolls. And it was scary as hell. Like, this again, it, it just goes from comedy and just, just funny moments. 
and then it like things hit the fan immediately and it's like you're not prepared for it every time like the little girl i think her name is pronounced yayoi or yayoi she's collecting spirits like pokemon cards bro like she's putting these evil spirits into plushies and she has a whole collection of these spirits in these plushies just chilling in her room like possessed beanie babies like they just sitting on shelves like a sneaker collection and she's a very very twisted character and this that she's the girl that um Kitaro um basically tutors so he's basically like kind of like babysitting her a little bit but she can also see spirits she has like the little soul eater skulls in her eyes cuz she has two pupils it's it's a it's a crazy story she's creepy and the, the one thing i'm excited to see about this anime that i'm really interested to see what like direction they go in is how these fights are going to go because the little girl been pulling out crowbars like crazy and knives and stuff. I'm like, okay, once they get like a, a legit villain on here and they have to fight that villain, I want to see how that fight looks. I want to see some evil spirit fades, and I cannot wait for that. Um, the girl, Eco, the other third main character, something is off with her. I don't know what it is. It's too early to like kind of determine that, but she's not all there there's a few bricks missing from her building it's like it feels like she's still possessed by that evil spirit that cursed him a few years ago and and it's like she switches between it's like she has multiple personalities like the curse takes over like Sukuna from JJK it's kind of like that like Sukuna and uh, Itadori where it's like the curse takes over and then it's her again I think I think that's what's happening I don't want to make a prediction because it's only two episodes in but yeah, like Dark Gathering is here to stay. That that's in my rotation for sure. Like for real. So that's why we got Dark Gathering at number 2 on the PPR, the Peakness Power Rankings, the greatest ranking system in the world. Now, we at number 1. We at number 1, man. Essentia is essential for the Peakness Power Rankings. <laughs> All right, number 1. On the Peakness Power Rankings. Zom 100. Zom 100. I need a Peakness chant right now. I need the Peakness. sound of himliness right now for Zom 100. The production level of this was peakly. The monochrome, the color switch up is crazy in this. The art in this episode was amazing. Dark comedy, high octane action. Like... Two episodes in, this is perfect. This is the best anime of the summer season, and I think it's going to stay that way. I believe it's going to stay that way. No disrespect to JJK, all the other popular ones like Bleach and stuff like that, um, Jobless Reincarnation, which I got to catch up on. No disrespect to the heavy hitters, you know, the veterans, so to speak, but they not touching Zom 100 right now. Like, even, even with JJK, everybody's excited about the arc that's... That's about to come. Even with that, because I read JJK, Zom 100 just seems like just on some other shit right now. Like, this is crazy. Like, the fact that not even a zombie apocalypse could stop this man from getting an ice-cold beer, an ice-cold brewski, after slaving his life away at a corporation is just top-tier comedy to me. Like, let, 
for the for the people who haven't even seen it yet, Zion 100 is about a guy who gets his dream job. He was a former rug, rugby player at his college. He gets he gets a dream job, loves the job. Come to find out, this job is basically working him six days a week, mainly seven days a week. And then we we talking from like hours like nine to nine. But then they don't, he don't even work those. He ends up staying overnight working in the building and stuff like that. He's basically turning into a zombie. He's not getting any sleep, nothing. Then all of a sudden one day he wakes up. There's a zombie apocalypse. His <laughs> and his work is of course done because everybody is zombies. It, it's over, and all of a sudden he's excited. He gets a new lease on life. He's like, "Oh my God, I'm free!" And he's saying this in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. I'm pretty sure everybody can relate to that because work sucks. Work is trash. I don't like nine to fives. Your managers, your supervisors, they breath always stink. They always get close to you. They all people try to talk to you in the break room. Like, why are you talking to me? You can clearly see these expensive Sony Mach 5s by Sony are in my ear. <laughs> you can clearly see that I do not want to talk. Work, I'm I'm getting PTSD just thinking about work. I, I only want to go to work to cause chaos and havoc. Like, I just want to go in there and eat one of those piece of shits, hot pockets that you're labeling. No one wants your hot pockets, fam. You don't have to label them. Why are you eating ham and cheese hot pockets? You're in your 20s. What is wrong with you? Do better. There's a Chick-fil-A up the street. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? Why, do, why are we eating hot pockets? All right, I'm getting off. I'm getting off. I'm getting off course. Let me get back. But yeah, it's basically about a guy finding freedom in the zombie apocalypse. And just the little things he's doing in the zombie apocalypse is what makes it funny. It's like, all right, in episode two, he finally cleans his house for the first time in three years. And nothing hits like a clean crib ever. Like when when your crib is, especially if you're coming back from vacation and you clean before you left. Oh, my God. It, nothing nothing is better than that So I think that it would that would apply In a zombie apocalypse I can see how he is so excited About his crib being clean You know how I do My crib clean I'm playing D'Angelo I'm putting a charcoal face mask on And I'm talking to a baddie Like that That is perfect to me Like he don't have a baddie Yet But <laughs> But I can understand his Why he's so excited About having this This clean crib During the middle of a zombie apocalypse um, and then another like another funny part of this was like he wanted some beer, but he ran out. So he he walked to like basically the Seven Eleven, and he's basically singing this beer song like he's Ray J, <laughs> just singing without a care in the world. Again, the streets is littered with zombies. My God, just is as free as he's ever been. He's just chilling, kicking it. And then they introduce a new character in the series. And I like how she's uh, the contrast to Akira. Akira is the uh, main character. Um, Akira is carefree, living life to the fullest, and he's kind of reckless. Uh, the girl's name, I believe, is Sakura, and she's very careful, very calculated, and very organized. Um, where Akira is basically writing uh, a list of 100 things to do before becoming a zombie. Um 
And the other girl, Sakura, she's writing a, a list of 100 things to prevent her from becoming a zombie. So you see how you see how um, they're going to help each other. Because if they combine the list, they'll survive longer and, and enjoy life. But nothing... But nothing is that easy. They're going to probably bump heads once they try to combine, like, the list. Because, again, like, Akira's very carefree. Sakura's very, like, strict, very on point, very disciplined. So I'm pretty sure they're going to bump heads with their lifestyles and everything. But I think Kira's going to teach her how to live it up, and Sakura's going to teach Akira how to be disciplined. I like how they were both watching zombie movies in this episode for different reasons. Like, Akira just watched... Uh, I don't know if it's Akira or Akira, but I'm going to go with Akira. Akira just watching these zombie movies for enjoyment. He's watching zombie movies during a zombie apocalypse <laughs> and enjoying them. Sakura was watching these zombie movies, studying it like NFL game tapes, coming up with survival strategies. So <laughs> that just show you like how far... They are on the spectrum from each other. And I can't wait for them to kind of like team up and come together and see how that dynamic is going to be with them too. The found, One of the most impressive things about this anime so far in just two episodes is that, not even just in two episodes, in episode two alone, the foundation is already laid for the character development in one episode. That That is, and it's very well done. Like the room for character growth or the room for character development is probably what excites me the most about this series, especially for Sakura. Because somebody who's usually like uptight and disciplined and doesn't know how to live life and doesn't know how to enjoy life, I love seeing those those type of people develop. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of old girl from uh, Hell's Paradise. I, off the top of my head, I can't remember her name, but um, the samurai in uh, Hell's Paradise who beheads people and stuff like that, or beheads criminals. Um, Sakura kind of reminds me of her, and I liked how in Hell's Paradise, you kind of see her, the samurai, kind of evolve and and kind of, like, get less disciplined, but still stay on her toes, if that makes sense. Um, I just love the concept that on Zom 100, everybody got the memo that there's a disaster except Akira. Akira's just having fun. Like, the production of Zom 100... 10 out of 10. The the setup of the story is clear. Um, a man who was transformed into a zombie by his corporate job is now living his best life with actual zombies. The story is so simplistic, but it's, it is so meaningful and it is so dope. I love it. This anime is pure fun. Q, I need another. Peakness. I need another chance. I need another Peakness, Peakness. chance. First time in history. Peakness. Double Peakness for Zom 100. The clear-cut favorite. It's not even close. JJK is not close. Dark Gathering is not close. Hulk, none of them. Bleach ain't close. Zom 100 is one of them ones. Um, now, we can talk about some anime that didn't make the top five, you know? Um, Bleach. I have to... It's right outside my top five. Even though episode two was up, it was crazy. Um, well, I forgot the name of the... Uh, I think his name was like BG9 of uh, the Quincy's. The BG9 dude, he was on some Iron Man war machine shit, shooting bullets and missiles and bombs while the Soul Reapers just got these swords. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure BG9 is going to be very excited to see the new Oppenheimer movie by Christopher Nolan. Like, he he's one of them ones, dog. Um, 
All episode two, the bleach was was just one big one sided ass whooping. They they got man, they caught the fade and they caught it bad so far. Uh, they they was just getting that ass beat. <laughs> it's, it's like the Soul Society is getting dragged by their wigs right now. Like and the Quincy King with the the very distinguished handlebar mustache. I can't pronounce his name, so I'll just call him the Quincy King. He ain't let up. He's that fam. We spinning the block. We not giving them no chance to recuperate. I want them done instantly. Instantly. Get them out of here. Like, get them out of here immediately. So they spin in the block, and they say the world going to end in nine days. I respect it. You you got to put your foot on somebody's neck, man. You, you got to keep it going, man. In the words of 50 Cent, in the words of 50 Cent, if you're going to destroy, destroy completely. That's what you got to move like. But, um... Bass B, he was spazzing in episode two. I like I like his uh his fight so far with the Ice Captain. That's going crazy. Um, I just like how the Quincy's is getting straight to business. Like they just getting they getting really straight to business. The attacks in the episode two was really dope too. Um, they was just turned up from last episode. That last episode was kind of the setup episode, getting everything in order. And I think it's just gonna be nonstop because I believe the Bleach. I think this is going to be fifty plus episodes. So, we got a long way to go. It's going to be crazy. Um, there's an anime about a vending machine. Um, I'm going to tell you this. I watched the first two episodes of this. I think there's now three. I could be wrong. But I watched two episodes of this. Because based off the name alone, I'm just like, yo, you got to be trolling. Let me see what this is and see if this is a real thing. And it's called... a. Uh, I don't know, it's uh I'm trying you know, the Isekai stuff. You know, where people get they 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 pass away, then they come back reincarnated or something. This person came back reincarnated by a uh, as a vending machine. Uh and I just thinking to myself, like, yo, what's next? Like, my life reincarnated as a water heater, a washing machine, like where where are we going with this? Bro, I watched I want to say on episode one, the first seven minutes, I literally sat there and watched a vending machine talk to itself for seven minutes. Like, I don't have a lot of regrets in life, but that was a huge regret for me. I, I Seven minutes of my life gone watching a vending machine talk to itself. Like, it, it's, so, this, it's so ridiculous that you really got to watch this to see if it's true. So, now... Once it got past the seven minutes and other people and creatures were involved, this isn't a bad, bad anime. It's it's not good. It's not great, but it's average. Like, like okay, like for example, the 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 power system set up for the vending machine was interesting. Where like, if you put coins into the vending machine, he the vending machine can basically use those coins as like. Like um, uh, like power ups. Like he can convert it. He he can convert the coins so he can buy like inventory or get different types of attacks and power ups. And then there's like really like no limitations to it. I guess it's it's a it's a strange anime. So think of it as like a RPG, but with a vending machine. And the last episode I watched, one of the bosses got one of the attacks was putting the Mentos into a two-liter soda and shooting it <laughs> at the at the villain. That was incredibly funny, but completely corny at the same time. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to keep watching this shit. I got better things to do. But I can see, I can see the, like, the, the, like, where they going with it. Like, the interest in it. Because it's going to be, a vending machine is just an inanimate object that has flaming hot Cheetos in it. Like, I don't, I don't, how did this get made? Y'all can't bring back Dead Man Wonderland, but, or continue gangster, but y'all fund, I'm back as a vending machine. Oh my, you cannot make this, this is the part of the anime fandom that gives me a migraine. Like, it's like, yo, again, it's not bad, bad, but it ain't good. It's kind of like, it's kind of, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, why, why? Like, I don't get it. I, I watched another anime called uh, Liar Liar 2. I wish it was called Cap Cap. That sounds like a better name. I'm going to call it Cap Cap. So we could, Basically, that that anime was about, like, it, it gave me, like, Yu-Gi-Oh vibes and, like, uh, what's that one joint? Uh, it's the one that had the one season. I think it's called, like, No Game, No Life or something. I can't remember the name of it. I think that's the name. But um, that one was pretty decent. Um... I don't know if that's something I'll keep watching because the main character is kind of, he's not, he's not keeping my attention, I guess. Like I'm, it's one of those shows. I'm a, I'm a, I have a five episode rule, so I'm gonna go to episode five on it and see how I feel about it. Then there's another anime about uh, the, some girl losing her glasses every episode. So I think it's a shoujo anime and the first episode was pretty trash. I'm not gonna lie to you. That that was turd water. Like it, it, uh, it, it was bad. Second episode was a little bit better, and the third episode was okay. Like that one's at three episodes. This girl basically the premise is or the plot. This girl just forgets her glasses every day, and she can't. She's basically legally blind without her glasses, so she can't see that well. And this guy who has a crush on her has been helping her. When she forgets her glasses because she can't see. So I guess like the biggest like criticism I have of it is the guy. Like the main character is just he makes these goofy noises. He doesn't really contribute much to the chemistry. It, it is just a very strange. I don't even say strange. It's kind of like it's kind of boring. Now I think about it, it's just super boring so far. Well, first episode was kind of boring. I mean, uh, yeah, the first episode was boring. Second episode was okay. Third episode was okay as well. It's, it's pretty cool. Actually, the third episode might have been the best one out of the three. But anyway, the only redeeming quality is that the, the main character, the girl, she looks good. Like, she got red hair. She's pretty. All that stuff. But, again, I'm going to go five episodes, see how I feel. Episode three was better. So, it looks like one of those ones that I might have underestimated and thought wasn't going to be good. We'll see. We shall see. But yeah, that's all the anime I've been watching so far. So that's the PPR, man. The Peakness Power Rankings. Zom 100 got the number one spot. It, it got the double Peakness. It got all that. And it was well warranted. But yeah, that that's pretty much it, man. That, that was a crazy episode, man. It's episode one. Like, I want to thank everybody that that listens, who kept pushing me to do this. Um, of course, this episode one, we working the kinks out. So once we get in our groove, that's when you really gonna you really gonna see like how dope this is gonna be. And again, it's for fun. Like we're doing this for fun, man. 
except for uh, Sony, um, Bose, uh, Essential Water. Get at us. And while we at it, Pokemon, Nintendo, what's up? What's up? I got a Switch, but I want one for free. Q wants one for free. We, we want one for free. So show us the bag. All right. Got, before I leave, I just want to do, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I do all the adult things that these influencers do. These, uh, you know, these podcasters do. Okay. I'm Benny Greenheart. You can find me on Twitter. Benny Greenheart. B-E-N-N-Y-G-R-E-E-N-H-E-A-R-T. Benny Greenheart on TikTok. Same thing. Benny Greenheart on uh, Instagram. Benny Greenheart on Spill. I don't have a Twitch yet. It's coming soon, maybe. So you guys can watch me talk shit and play Street Fighter Six. Um, but yeah, man, this this is the Peakness Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. We out. I'm going to go give some booty rubs and watch Hunter Hunter because that's how I roll. We out. Take us out with the chant, Q.